Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He's like a little gay missionary. Literally. Messy. Oh, this is getting real complicated. Messy. So anyways, then I'm like single. Michael's Call Me By Your Name Summer. No, 60 Days of Making Out. Michael's Coming Out Story. 500 Days of Summer. Yeah, yeah. 500 days of making out before coming out. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Who's Your Daddy podcast. I am Matt, and this is my husband, Michael. Hello. Every week we sit down and we talk about baby stuff. Sort well, of. Kind of. Sometimes. This season, we're diving in a little bit deeper into our backstories, uh, where we come from, how we grew up what it's like being in the closet. And today we're going to talk about Michael's... So many fun things. (laughs) Well, today we are going to have a fun story. Oh, yeah? We're going to hear about your coming out story. I don't think you're ready. I don't think I'm ready for this jelly. Because I don't... I don't... Like, what I think I'm going to end up talking about today, I didn't actually... It was not on my, like, YouTube coming out video. Mm. There's more to it. Whoa. Oh. And I don't know if we've talked about it. I think you know some of it. Okay. Uh, I think maybe you know most of it. I'm kind of (laughs) nervous. Why are you always nervous? I'm just like, I'm going to learn something new about you. Yeah, maybe. It's going to change my whole perspective of like, who is this person? You know, like, who is, who is she? It's going to change your entire perspective. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what if I... Nine years in. What if I'm like, oh my God, I don't know who my husband is. <gasps> Coming up on 10 years. Have you ever had the... Okay, everybody listening and watching. Have you ever had those moments of like, oh my God, do I know my partner? Do I know my husband? Do I know my boyfriend? Mm-hmm. At any point when you've been in a relationship... Do you know? Do you really know them? No. Like, how well do you know them? No. I'm very good at keeping secrets. I was watching a murder mystery show the other day, and the person came up to this other person and was like, do you really know your husband? Like, did you really know him? What? In the murder mystery show? Yeah, because the the husband was a murderer, so it was like, oh, do do you really know him? Did you know him before he died? Well, clearly not. Yeah, clearly. Clearly not. So I have a list of questions that we're going to start with you. But like last time, you asked like what? One question? And I, I asked like one question it. and I I don't remember <laughs> if I got to, to any other questions that I had written down, but I think you ended up answering pretty much all of them. So it's okay. Yes. <laughs> Episode three. Here we go. Do you want to start? I'll start with one question. Okay. I w- well, I mean, yeah, however however you want to, want to do this. <laughs> I, thought- I thought of last time as like me just sort of like asking you a bunch of questions so that we could kind of I could kind of like get all the questions that everybody wanted answered answered right but I covered everything already nobody knew that we were going to jump into like imaginary centipede demon friends um and harry potter legos episode Um, one was a ride I was definitely not ready I mean did it change your perspective about me no not at all I knew everything about you like that (laughs) like I don't know my husband anymore no I knew you were exactly like that oh god Yes. So my first question. Yeah. When did you know? Oh my gosh. Did where you did see you, what I did there? Where did you find that question? Oh. That's so original. I think you asked that to me. <laughs> and I said, I have that same question written down for you. Oh gosh. Um, when did I know? I feel like I didn't really start thinking about like 
sexuality in general mm-hmm. until probably seventh or eighth grade. And I feel like the oh, well, later kind of. Like, I mean, from my experience, maybe uh, yeah, just like that whole middle school realm. Yeah. I think that maybe there was like a hint of it when I was like maybe a little bit younger, but it was not like a focus. It was not you like think about like kissing girls, boys. Whatever. It was like it was one of those things where I remember being around my friends and having this thought of like I would like to kiss him. Like I wonder what that would be like. Like that would be. And then I was like, why do I feel, maybe everybody feels that. Does everybody feel that? Maybe it's just a thought. (laughs) And then like, you know, that was sort of like it. And then, I don't know, I think going through high school, it just kind of like became more and more and more of a thing. But I did date girls Mm. in middle school and high school. Oh, yeah. And we would like make out (gasps) and do things, but not ever take it like too far. Right. But I was like, I don't know, like, this is okay. But there's also something in the back of my mind that was like, but it's not like, clearly something's it's not like the firework sort of thing that people talk about, you know? Yeah. I was like, it's okay. But at the same time, I was like, there's probably maybe something different. It's like, sometimes it almost feels like a chore. Like, oh, we have to make out. Kind of. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah, it kind of was like, oh, I'm supposed to do this. Mm -hmm. So then I... Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I'm so sorry to anybody uh, who I dated in high school. <laughs> sorry. Making sorry. out with you was a chore. <laughs> so anyways, I, I feel like it was more so middle school was like an inkling. And then it was like high school. That was yeah. definitely like, definitely like something is different. What about elementary school? Did we want to back up, talk about anything there? Like your early upbringing, family stuff, anything that was influential? Anything that stuck out. I do not have, like, I don't have, I don't have, like, really strong memories as a kid. Mm. There's, like, a few spots where I, like, remember trips, um, like, little glimmers of, like, birthday parties. But I definitely do not have the, like, vivid, I do not have, like, the vivid memories I feel like you were describing from Mm. your childhood. Okay. So, I mean, elementary school, no, I mean, I was... Well, the one thing in elementary school was that I had really good penmanship, like really good handwriting. You still have really good handwriting. Which like, obviously, yes. But, Come on. Um, you that s- was the first, I think that was maybe like the first thing it was like, oh, he has really like kind of girly looking handwriting. Oh, I but, don't think your handwriting's girly. But I remember seeing, I'm very visual, I think. And so I remember seeing other people's handwriting. my brother's was atrocious i was like that looks terrible and i remember my sister's looked really nice and i was like oh that's so pretty Mm -hmm. i want to like emulate that and so i'm going to write like she writes what do you think of mine yours is fine it's it doesn't give me the ick, but it's also not like gonna win any awards. It's a beige flag. You know what's funny? What? I so they had a penmanship award in fifth grade, and mm-hmm. I remember this. And they split it between me and Carly Lambert. Carly. And my handwriting was clearly better. What's Carly doing now? Well, we were dating in fifth grade. No way. Over MSN Messenger. Was this your first girlfriend? Wait, were we dating? No, we weren't dating. She was interested in me. Oh. <laughs> no, we didn't date. I just remember. People telling me, because I went to a Catholic elementary school and she was at the public school. Oh, I completely forgot and that you went to Catholic somehow, elementary school. Yeah. 
And wow. somehow we knew of each other and people would message me on Emerson Messenger that she thought I was cute or something. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, eh, ooh, girls, five, fifth grade. Like, no. What were those early relationships like? What were the- <laughs> We're dating. We pass each other in the hallway and we wave. We see each other at a dance and then she breaks up with me at the dance because she wants to hang out with her friends. And she, like, there was literally nothing. It was like, <laughs> it was like, we're dating and then nothing happens. It sounds very cute. It's so <laughs> funny. It's literally like an elementary school thing where it's just like, oh, we're dating. Midwest wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the brand. No, absolutely nothing. <laughs> I don't remember if I dated, like, I don't even remember who I dated in middle school. I'm sorry. I'm just remembering parts of my story. And I'm like, your, your Midwest wholesome dance parties mm-hmm. where your girlfriend breaks up with you because she wants to hang out with her friends versus my middle school stories oh, yeah. where, like, my friend gets pregnant at sixth grade. Right, right, right. Of course. I mean, we had, um, like, <laughs> middle school dances and they were, like, super awkward. Yeah. But I remember... I was like, I'm not going to be awkward and I'm going to link my hand behind their hip. And like, that's how close we're going to get. But am I being too, am I, am I going too close to their butt? Is this inappropriate? Oh no, it's just like, right. Well, it, your hands are either on the side. Anyways, this is irrelevant. But <laughs> I do remember dancing with girls, but like. Did those thoughts ever cross your mind though? Am I like, am I inappropriate right now? Is this too Absolutely close? Absolutely not. I, I 100% knew the line. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't even feel like going to a certain point it was just like my hands are either here or they're there yeah but i was like this looks weird Mm -hmm. and it's lame and everybody makes fun of it you know like the like outstretched arms like dancing like it looks dumb and everybody like talks about how awkward it is everybody was talking about how awkward it was in middle school so i was like i'm gonna link my arms behind because i am safe (laughs) (laughs) i am a safe option and this is never gonna turn into anything inappropriate right were you i'm not interested you were cognizant of that i mean yeah in middle school okay yeah i had seven six sisters i knew how to like right i know but so like you knew you were gay in sixth seventh grade or no it started in middle school and then it like solidified in high school got it okay yeah but i'm just saying like i just remember middle school dances you asked about middle school dating Yeah, yeah yeah so i'm like thinking about middle school dances or like oh i remember like dancing with girls but it was more so like, I don't want to look stupid and instead of like, I am like really attracted to this person. So I want them close. Right. Okay. So I'm just like, that was my mindset of like fitting in, looking normal, but I wasn't like super awkward. I didn't, I just thought, oh, I'm in middle school. Nobody's mm-hmm. seriously dating in middle school. Mm. It was all just sort of like everybody like broke up and then like got back together and like whatever. Got it. It's very okay. like flippant. Yeah. All right. So middle school, it's very kid-like not a lot of sexual tension going on. <laughs> no. Just like a thought here my, and there. Like, maybe I want to kiss my best friend. My middle school and high school were not euphoria. Tell you okay. <laughs> so, yeah, tell me about what happened next. What about high school? Yeah. So, high school, I think, I think like, obviously, you're just getting into that age range, right? Where, like, mm-hmm. you're changing. Your body's changing. Your voice is changing. Your hormones are changing. And so puberty. Then, and then puberty. And so, things just start being elevated right so then like my attraction towards the same sex was getting stronger i was still trying to date women which i did all throughout high school um but actually junior no end of sophomore year uh this is where the story gets interesting (laughs) um 
This is the part you remember when you were talking about your caterpillar or your centipede or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is the part that like makes me nervous, <gasps> like of the story. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Are you sweating? I'm sweating. No, it's just like <laughs> it was so is so like secretive. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know, and yeah. I just think you feel like deep dark secrets. Yeah, you feel like you were wrong if you're like hiding this thing. Yeah, but yeah, I understand that. So I met this exchange. Well, he wasn't an exchange student, but he was living in my like tiny town in South Dakota Mm. um, over the summer. He's from Germany. He wasn't an exchange student? No, he was an actor in Germany, like an actor and a model in Germany. And he wanted to increase his proficiency in English for his act. And he knew a family Mm. in my town, my tiny town, 6,000 people, South Dakota. Like this is how this happened. I just, it's so bizarre. Um, So he came to like live with them. And just like be in the United States Got it. with a host okay. family that he knew of or his had some sort of connection with and get better at English. Yeah, I was thinking of questions like, um, <laughs> how, yeah. did, how did German actor model kid end up in small town South Dakota? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we had um, we had a German exchange student actually at our school. She was a female um, and mm. obviously like <laughs> two native germans in a tiny town it's like oh my gosh you guys have to meet each other and right right right? right. so but she was in my friend group Mm -hmm. and so then he kind of like got looped into my friend group and then we just like end up hanging out all summer got it um but eventually like we were hanging out a lot all the time we got really close neither of us really like talked about each other's sexuality at all Mm -hmm. i mean obviously he was like an actor and a model Everyone thought he was very handsome and he was very charismatic. But I don't know, for whatever reason, we just like, without mentioning that we like liked each other, thought each other was cute, we just start hanging out all the time, like all the time. <sighs> and <Dang>. then <laughs> it's so weird to hash the story out, like <laughs> so many years later. Um, then we're like, he's like staying over uh-huh. and we're going like very, we're having like very deep conversations. He had this thing that he would do with friends called like the like a moonwalk. A moonwalk? Yeah, where you just like go outside. It's romantic. You go outside and you walk under the moon and like you just like have very like deep conversations. Why don't you take me on moonwalks? Well, it's um, very cold right now. <laughs> <laughs> put a bookmark there. I'd like to go on a moonwalk sometime with you. <laughs> yeah. um, and so... I don't know. He's a very introspective person. He was mm-hmm. also like very um, vocal about like his Christianity and his like faith. Very, very, very vocal about God. Okay. And he would, he like played piano for his, his church and mm. was very involved in all these things. Um, and anyways, so we're like bonding over the summer and then we're having, he's staying with me and something comes up about like, I think he sensed that, like, I wasn't straight, right? Like, Mm. he wasn't assuming anything, but I think he's, like, sensed that I wasn't straight. He also was not straight. Um, And so at some point, he was like, have you ever, have you ever, like, kissed a boy? And I was like, no. And he's like, well, do you want to try it? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I was like, um, uh, I don't don't know. Uh, He's like, it's no big deal. (laughs) I was like, the German boys. And I was it's like, no big deal. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I was like, okay. Uh, well, it yeah, it was not like a one and done thing. It just that is just where like everything took off, and Whoa. it was like then it ended up being like this whole summer, not like a call me by your name, but like you know how they had that the summer thing. 
and it was like Peaches? he was there and then <laughs> no it's not like that timothy no 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 it's not like that but <sighs> you know how i feel like they like met and then it was like all this I tension mean... and then they <laughs> had their summer and then they like split it was like literally a like a very similar situation like eastern with, south dakota felt with, like tuscany yeah exactly okay um with just a lot less um yeah italian romance <laughs> And adult so, behavior. More like rolling in the hay bales. Yeah. It was just lots of like kissing. kissing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all summer. Wow. But like to the point where now we're like really emotionally attached. Whoa. Okay. And so then when he leaves, there's like this big like, oh my God. But obviously this is all in secret. All in secret. But like, and it's so, it's so interesting. I think people now are like, yeah, we kind of figured something was going on. Okay. But nobody like addressed it then except maybe my best my best friend in high school but i don't even remember if if so it was like so minimal was this at the beginning of his trip or the end of the trip that this romance kind of probably happened like a month into three and a half months oh so he was only there for three and a half months he was only there for the summer oh i thought he was there for the whole school year or something like that not an exchange student just for the summer got it okay yeah understood i know you said it he wasn't an exchange student but my mind was like he wasn't an exchange student but he was still going to school no no he just was there for the summer yeah that makes sense um and it was like it was great i mean only three and a half months that's like a whirlwind yeah but it was like literally every day like he would like stay at my house and you're just like making out every day every day what (laughs) (laughs) somehow in secret somewhere sorry mom no way yeah um, I don't know. Every day? It was wild. I mean, I feel like we would see each other. Yeah, almost. I mean, I don't know. Maybe every other. Who knows? Oh, my God. <laughs> How many days are there in the summer? It's like 30, Enough. 60. So, like, one month into it. So, you were together for two months, like, hanging out every day. Pretty much. Two, two and a half months. That's 60 days. That's, like, <laughs> 60 make-out sessions. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Our Are you getting could... like all hot and bothered over there? No, I was like, our stories could not be more different. But at like the whole time, there's like, it's so confusing because he's very like pro-religious, pro- like pro-Christianity, but he's also like, and I'm very like feeling bad about everything mm. and like going through all these weight, like ups and downs of like, like, oh my God, this is this feels so right this feels so good but then also like oh my god catholic guilt just like raining down on me but then you know he was sort of would be this like inner intermediate of like he's very involved in his like church and talks about god a lot and prays and like right um and he was like look god like wouldn't make us like wouldn't make you this way if he wanted you to just like struggle with it all of your life and it wasn't manipulative at all like i just because if i didn't like there was no like pressure Mm mm-hmm like, if I didn't want to do anything, I didn't have to do anything. But it was like, I was 17 and it was, just, you know. 17? Yeah. This is like. I turned, it was like 16. I turned 17. Oh, like that's during right. that you summer. Have a July birthday. Yeah, yeah. During that summer, I turned um, 17. So, Got it. Um, yeah, it was a whirlwind. Tell me more about the Catholic guilt and just the development of your thoughts on homosexuality during that summer because i feel like you know that's pretty impactful to have somebody like that first encounter first experience with the same sex Mm. and for you not to have i don't know if you've given it much thought before then or if it was something like no i think i had of your mind um 
I mean, there, this wasn't like the persistent theme, but I feel like there was discussion about like, oh my gosh, it's such a great calling to become a priest, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, oh gosh, that is just like the best, um, thing that God could put on your heart would be to like serve the church and blah, 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 blah. And I remember thinking like, hmm, whenever that's, whenever things are like laid out in that way, you always think like, hmm, I wonder like, is that me? And then I remember thinking like, okay, well, if I don't want to like marry a woman and I'm not attracted to a woman, maybe that's my calling. Like it wasn't a persistent, like overwhelming thought but at the same time like i think it was there and then i would go to some church like retreats Mm -hmm. and i remember trying to like dive in really deep and i don't know i wasn't like trying to cast out the demon or anything but i remember being like okay i want god to tell me like what i should do with my life and i want the path to be clear and i want you know it to be obvious who I'm supposed to be with and et cetera, et cetera. Mm. You know, like who's gonna, who should I date? Like who should be my wife? Blah, 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 blah. Anyways. Um, but on back to the like religious thing, cause I want to highlight this cause this is not something I talk about very often. He, we spent a lot of time with my oldest sister that summer mm. and he mm-hmm. got really close to them. Mm. Really, really close. We would go stay with them and like we would help babysit while they were at work cause they had young kids and they were atheists at the time whoa yeah to the point like she was in college they met she decided that she was atheist or agnostic i think atheist and my mom was super upset and she made her like come in individually to my room and like tell me she doesn't believe in god and all these things okay so they meet and to me that's no big to me i was like well whatever like you do you yeah didn't bother me i wasn't upset or anything we and we had a great relationship Mm -hmm. great relationship they meet him and like again he's very vocal about like god and christianity he's like a little gay missionary literally (laughs) so anyways the amount of time that he had spent with them and i think they were also like going through some stuff like they were like i think they had young kids money was always kind of like he said in college an issue young kids in college no 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 no. No. they met in college they met in college and they had (laughs) sorry okay my ears if anybody if anybody retell if matthew ever retells a story that i told him just oh my god remember this he's like i am just he was making like wait, sure what? everybody is keeping track of the story and he was there for a year he was in school they're in college with kids just keep going <laughs> you're fine <laughs> this is so funny okay they met in college she became atheist mm-hmm. right quote unquote in college that's when she told me while she was in college got it fast forward they're not in college anymore <laughs> they have kids um yeah. they have kids now young kids um they i think we're just like kind of going through some stuff relationship wise got it money young kids mm-hmm. stress the whole thing i mean it's just that's part of life that can cause a lot of ripples totally um if you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes insomnia brain fog moodiness or weight gain you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging the experts at midi health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause and midi can help with safe effective fda approved solutions covered by insurance 91 percent of midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, 
soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. So anyways, whatever the discussions were and whatever they talked about with or without me around, I, did, I mean, I think they had probably their own individual discussions at some point about God and Christianity and things like that. They mm. completely flipped 180 completely flipped 180 joined this like evangelical church whoa in the town the town next to them and like became went from atheist to like the a complete opposite side of the spectrum how quickly just over that summer basically like like over the next year probably okay wow and so which is gonna play into the another part of the story right um because my like first gay encounter that lasted for like month was their like spiritual awakening which then came back to like bite me <laughs> later i don't so. I feel like they weren't the only one getting a spiritual awakening oh my summer. god <laughs> everyone was having a, a spiritual awakening that it's a summer. whole family affair yeah so anyway so he goes back to germany but then obviously there's like all this emotion and feeling and he ends up paying for a ticket for me to fly over and like hang out for like 10 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I think it was kind of because it didn't feel like we had much closure. Like I think everything just happened so fast. Everything just happened so fast. And I think we were both sort of just like, oh, oh my God. And now we're gone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, wow, what do we do? I don't know if we were like emailing or MSN messenger. Or like, I don't remember what the, the mode of communication was at that point. But um, I just remember there were so many thoughts, feelings, emotions, like guilt, like all these things like raining down. And anyways, he was very like nice to purchase my ticket. And then we like, like took me all over Southern Germany. We did a day in France. I don't know if we got any much, I don't know if we got any more closure, um, but I had a great time. And it was like the first time I'd ever been to Europe. And it was just like so eye-opening. So now you've gone from like South Dakota romance to German summer in Germany romance. Uh, yeah, maybe fall. I don't remember. Fall in Germany. Um, but yeah, no, it was amazing. I, <laughs> the funny, funny story was like, obviously I have to tell my parents like, Hey, can I go? Like he really mm-hmm. wants, he's going to buy my ticket. Is that okay? And they're like, um, sure. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Okay. I can't I did... believe he bought your ticket. Yeah. It was like 800 bucks. I think. How? Well, he had a job. As a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Actor, model, <laughs> yeah, <a> magician, magician, <laughs> um, youth pastor. I also, he was also living with his mom at the time. Okay. Yeah. I, th- well, technically I think his dad was maybe living there, but they were like separated anyway. Um, so he, what, he didn't have like his own apartment or anything right, right, like right, major expense. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is I picked my passport, it, like I expedited it and it still like wasn't there on the day that I was leaving. So I had to like call USPS and be like, where is it? I picked it up on the way to the airport, like <laughs> grabbed it. That is so stressful. <laughs> so stressful. <laughs> um, anyways, but yeah, that, that was kind of wild. Um, so I spend like 10 days in Germany, have like the best time. Um, but then I come back and go to school and like start dating a girl again. Yeah. 
who's a year older than me and we date for like a year and a half and then she goes to college and I break it off and then that was like huge waterfall moment of like emotion for her like I'm just hearing from other people like I think she thought we were end game and I was like I just don't know if this is gonna work out (laughs) so that was kind of like a big big thing as far as like a relationship goes it was like a long-ish relationship I mean yeah a year yeah a year and a half geez yeah that is a long relationship yeah, and she hung out with me and German boy all summer. <laughs> so it was like, I just went from German boy to her, and I don't know, messy. Oh, this is getting real complicated. <laughs> messy. <laughs> so anyways, then I'm like single. And then in college, I try to date women again, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in denial. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is going to be such a problem. Just, again, religion, yeah. family, all my siblings are like coupled up all straight i have seven siblings so it's just like i don't want to be the one Mm. (laughs) i don't want to be the one and then everybody's like why you know why you know or how or why blah 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 blah. really i don't know just whenever you return for the holidays everyone's like so any girls no which i did i did i brought i brought girls home from college wow yeah they would come to I think they came to my sister's graduation i was dating somebody and they drove up from nebraska with me right like mm. i was putting it all on i was trying my best yeah the by the third like relationship in college was we'll just fast forward through it also i was in like show choir in high school i was in collegiate show choir i was in marching band very musical i was a music major which isn't like abnormal for the midwest either no no but it was like i knew I was like interested in all these things. Mm -hmm. Like I liked singing and dancing and musical theater. And like, (laughs) it's similarly, like I liked art. Thinking Kurt from Glee. Literally. I was, (laughs) I was in Glee before Glee came out. Like I was in show choir before the show Glee came out. I didn't even know show choir was a real thing. Exactly. Until I met you. I thought Glee had made it up. No, Glee based the show choir in Glee off of a show choir from Iowa. (laughs) Which is right next door. Yeah, exactly. Who, my like people that were in show choir with me in college were like from that show choir. You were basically in Glee. I was literally in Glee. I was in collegiate Glee. That's how like invested I was. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyways, all these things that are like, hmm, you know, they're all like question marks, right? Like I have really great eyebrows, not to brag. <laughs> I dress a certain way. I'm in show choir, like, I'm not, like, fooling everyone, but I'm, like, trying to pass as best I can. If you just have any questions, look at his penmanship. My penmanship is way too good. <sighs> Anyways, all these things. So, I, by the third person I date in college, I'm, like, I'm, like, kind of at my end. Mm. And I'm, like, if this doesn't work out, like, I don't think, I don't think I can try again. Like, I've tried so hard. <laughs> right. Tried so much. Tried different things different things that attracted me to them right like yeah whether they were physically attractive or like they were really really intelligent or like we had a lot of common interests like i was trying to find anything that like would make it click and it just wasn't and so by the third one i was like okay done this was like what my fifth i had like a fifth year of college so this was like going into my fifth year and the realization of like not that it's not working yeah from going from a like oh am i gay I think I might be gay. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm definitely gay. Can I still make this work with a woman? Um, let me try. Denial, denial, denial. It's literally like the process of grief. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and I think the whole time you're thinking, you know, maybe I'm just bi, but I'm, I have a, 
uh, I'm lean towards being attracted to men more. Like maybe mm-hmm. I'm on this spectrum, but I'm just leaning this way. And then like at the end of college, I'm like, it's not working. Like this is not working. Um, <laughs> so that was what it, what would have been 2013. Cause 2013. We, oh, cause we yeah. met in 2014. Right. Right. That's true. Cause it, so everything happened really fast. It was like that fall. I was like, this is going to work. Like I think fall I, of 2013, I like cut it off with that, that, um, woman. Uh, and then it was going into, so then, and I'm like creating the plan of like, Oh my God. Okay. Well I have seven siblings and each of them have their own families. And like, how am I going to downstream all this information? Right. And so, so fall of 2013 is when you decided that you were calling come out with women and you're going to come out. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I, I think I came out to like a few close friends first who I knew would obviously be like cool with it. Yeah. Right. Like I was in show choir. There were gay men in show choir. We were all friends. We were all hanging out. There was no, the thing I didn't really have was issues with me thinking my friends wouldn't accept. Mm. I was super lucky because I knew all of them would. I had four close friends in high school. Two of them were gay. Right. Two of them were out. And like, I saw that representation in high school and I was still like super uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. Admitting it to myself. I got into college. I'm in show choir. I'm in marching band. I'm surrounded, not surrounded, but like I know of multiple gay men living great lives and being accepted by their friends. Um, It was just always this like letting down of the family where you were like not gonna have a wife, not gonna have like the traditional pathway to kids, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, that was making it like yeah. Okay. So that then I kind of like hash out my plan. <laughs> so I tell a couple close friends. Obviously that all goes well. And then I'm trying to like downstream to my family, which is where when we circle back to that summer where my <laughs> sister went from atheist to evangelical, Ooh. comes back to play. So at Thanksgiving, okay, it was like. I was I got like half my family done with my parents. So I told like two of my closest sisters mm-hmm. and then I had like one of them in the room with me when I told my parents uh-huh. because I was super nervous about that. Got but it. that actually went really well. Like they were both great. And I was like, "Woo. Okay." <laughs> and at that <laughs> big po- weight off the shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When at yeah, that that's point, a huge huge turn. That was the biggest. Yeah. yeah. And I think at that point I was I knew I was going to be accepted into dental school and so I knew that I had like the a future. And I think that was like the big push point of like okay. i'm gonna be okay when did you get accepted into dental school i mean technically it was like in december but i had been working at the school for a year you knew you were in basically. and yeah i i retook like the test mm-hmm. i got a way better score right and like i was working at the school they knew who i was you were well connected at that point i had made enough connection and increased what they asked me like did yeah. what they asked me to do which was increase this test score mm-hmm um and so it was a combination i think of of both um that that i was like pretty confident yeah that things are gonna go my sense. way <laughs> yeah um so i had that sort of like in the in my back pocket which made mm-hmm. me just like more confident i think moving forward right and being like no like i'm gonna i'm gonna go to a doctoral program because i think my worry was that people were gonna be like oh you're just young and you don't know what's going on and this is a phase and blah 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 and i was like 24 at this point going to a doctoral program and i was so i i, I was like no <laughs> i know what i'm doing <laughs> i know where i'm at in life and i have like a future so i got have my family and my parents done like at thanksgiving right i'm like checking boxes so then i go back to school christmas comes around and like my family's together again and mm. i'm gonna kind of like check off the other siblings <laughs> in person because i wanted to tell my siblings in person the other um, five siblings basically other f- yeah three four. or four oh three however or four. many okay. got it. um well anyways when i got 
around to telling like the oldest, my oldest sister um, and her husband, it was, I kind of thought it, I kind of like prepared myself for this. Um, but we went, we got the Bible out. <gasps> we were like opening it. We were like quizzing me. We were like Ooh. questioning me. Oh. We were doing all these things. Like, and then I, and then my faith came into question. Well, like, aren't you still a Christian? Like, aren't, are you even a Christian? And I'm just like, well, yeah, I still am. And they're like, well, how can you be a Christian and do this? And how can you be a Christian and think that? Were you expecting that going into it? Or I, was this kind of a surprise? It was a little more aggressive than I thought it would be. Wow. Um, just like the tone of voice. And it was an hour and a half of just like, and my parents were there, like listening. Did they step in or was there just kind of like a... It wasn't like an inappropriate enough to have to interject to stop it. I think they wanted, I think they were thinking like that was their way to like process it maybe. Mm. But it was like, it wasn't just with them. It was like, I had a few siblings and my parents. Like there was like six or six-ish people in the room, maybe seven. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) It was like a Real uncomfortable. Like a committee hearing. Yeah. And that's, I think, part of like the difficulty of my situation is like, I knew that this was going to be like a panel discussion. Oh God. Which is like really uncomfortable to have like, like, hmm, let's put the witch on trial. A panel, you know? Yeah. Yeah. To have like this group of people like asking you questions and like quizzing you when you just, just like just accepted yourself. So I think that's, what's kind of hard and why mostly the appropriate response when somebody comes out, it's just like, no problem. I love you no matter what that sort of thing. So you don't have to ask a bunch of questions right away. (laughs) You can ask them do along the research the way. on your own. Do the research on your own. The scenes for a little bit. And yeah. Give them time. Yeah. Ooh. Um. So that happens. Um. And then we meet like six months later. <laughs> Which like is funny because I think when we first met, I had no idea that all of this had just happened. So it yeah makes it really funny like coming over to your house and meeting your family for the first time in hindsight. You mm-hmm. know, because I had. I had no idea all this was going on, you know, behind the scenes or that this had just happened. Yeah, I don't remember what we I don't remember how much we talked about, like my coming out experience. Talked about it a little bit, but at the same time, it just felt so far away. It felt so long ago, you know? Yeah. And now in the scheme of things, I'm like, oh, my God, that was just several months before. I mean, yours was only six months before mine. My coming out. Yours yeah. was. But well, that was a whole year, year and a half until I right. met your family. After coming out. Right, right, right. So. Yeah. You met them that summer. Yeah. Fourth of July. Right. <laughs> after we met. Yeah. Well, the first time I met your parents. Right. Was right after your car got stolen. About two weeks after we met. <laughs> two weeks after we met in person. Yeah. Well, we think we already told that story. So. Yeah. Everybody knows that. But. Okay, so cut back to. Um, so anyways, yeah. We meet and then we have that whole podcast about how we met and what happened. So you can listen to that. Right. If but you this was... want to keep on the timeline. Yeah. And this was, I mean, we're talking about. Between Christmas and the time that we met, you were doing oh, your own research. Oh, wait. What do you mean? Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Yes. Um. Yeah. I was diving into um, just like the gay world. Um, there was... That's when I found like HuffPost gay. Mm-hmm. That's when I found like Queerty. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like they're like in these niche publications, you know, that kind of like fun. post no, stories about yeah. um, LGBTQ people, actors, events, uh, happenings, whatever. Um, so I ran across Mark and Ethan's like video of how they met or something like that. And then that led me into like this YouTube channel where they make YouTube videos together and then mm. they're coming out stories. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is this world? This <laughs> is like huge Just discovery. this cascading of like things I never, things I was like blocking out of my mind. And then right. 
now I'm like trying to dive into it a little bit more. I do find it really interesting that there was like this turn from, I mean, Thanksgiving, you decided I'm coming out or well, that fall, you decided you're coming out, you made the plan mm-hmm. and then you did it in Thanksgiving, finished coming out uh, basically to your family at Christmas, had that big blowout traumatic experience mm-hmm. of being questioned and put on trial. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you subconsciously or or just purposefully decided to look into the gay world, see what like people were actually doing. Like like you made the conscious choice of like I'm gonna look into this and see like yeah the world that I'm now in. Like right. you kind of denied this whole questioning, you know, putting a, a red A on your chest from your siblings mm-hmm. and being like no. F that I'm going this way and I'm going to like find acceptance and like find. Does that surprise you at all? Knowing me? No. (laughs) That when I make a decision, I'm like set on it. That. And when, (laughs) and when somebody questions you or puts a, (laughs) um, thinks like, are are you sure about this? Are you wrong? You go. Yeah. Completely the opposite. Because I've thought about it for days or months or years prior. Of course. I'm a, I do my research. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so if I make, like a big, de- especially a big decision. Um, I've like already gone through all the possible options, scenarios, yeah, all the scenarios, all the options, and come up with that like decision. So, yes, I made my decision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so then I fall into like obviously like YouTube mm-hmm. things and just the cascade of like coming out videos, mm-hmm. and those made me feel like way better. I think about this situation of just like hearing other people's stories da 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 da, and that's where i came across yours and so that was like february probably 2014 yeah yeah, so i came out like thanksgiving christmas and then i'm diving into all these things and i see your coming out video in february and i start following you like i've followed a few other people like it was like mark and ethan troy savan Mm -hmm. you connor franta which i don't think he was out at that time but like but we knew but we were like i don't know i was just in the youtube verse right um tyler oakley like all those things i love that i was like looped into this amazing group of youtubers all of you were i I love them all like yeah Yeah. great people but like (laughs) you followed tyler troy connor and then me of course i'm just like god you could not have given me any more like a better compliment i'm gonna get all teared up like made it in life (laughs) if Uh, i'm associated with 2013 tyler oakley troy savant and connor franta (laughs) if i'm associated with that group i have made it in life i no longer have to do anything else goodbye i'm sitting here so you've clearly made it i mean yes but (laughs) tyler oakley connor franta troy savant 2013 like let's go (laughs) i know right um and then so i'm kind of like following along you know, people are releasing YouTube videos. I'm like kind of like keeping up, watching. And then that's when you posted your coming out video in end of April. And uh, then I was... Well, the, the, the one year after coming out. One video. year after coming out. Right. Sorry. Yes. And I had come out to my family, but there was like obviously like a lot of other people that I just didn't want to mm-hmm. like tell in person or didn't want to have to have my mom like downstream to like every last cousin. For sure. Um, and so it had been in my mind of like making a coming out video and then that was, it was mostly just to be posted on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, then like I could just sort of say my piece. People could watch me tell the story, um, whatever. It was just, I was like, this seems right. And then 
that's how we ended up meeting. So I tweeted it at you and then we Skyped and then we met in person. And again, there's a whole episode on that. So if you want to dive <laughs> uh, deeper into that. Episode number two of the first season. Episode two of the first season. Oh, is, it is, not, that, is it not episode one? Episode one's like a 15 minute just oh. summary of what the podcast is about. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, we <laughs> can get into this another time, but do you want to talk about like christmases with my family the first couple christmases with my family and the emails that we got at a on a different podcast or do you want to loop that into my story (laughs) i think we should save it for another podcast save it for another podcast yeah because that's a big discussion and i think we can expand on it with the whole uh religion and sexuality podcast yeah perfect okay so then yeah so then we met and not all of the family drama or inquiry or interjection necessarily stopped Mm -hmm. Um, but we will have, I think a whole episode and I, cause I wanted to, that, that was the other one that I was thinking about today of like next would be just like religion. That was like my whole thing is just like religion, how that's played into both of our stories, how it continues to play into our story Mm -hmm. and just like where we're both at with it. Okay. Because we had that discussion like a couple years ago. Mm. Um, it was a big, yeah. And it's just, it's almost, I feel like it's in every single coming out story where people like seriously struggled and so it's just a really interesting topic definitely so okay yeah well i don't know that's my coming out story did i miss anything anything that you want any other questions that you had written down that you want me to just to dive into no i think you answered all of my questions Mm -hmm. or i already asked these throughout the episode (laughs) so it looks pretty good yeah no that's great love it great um i'm I did learn some things new. What did you learn? Or, what, what hadn't I talked about before? I did the learn 60 some days new, of making out. I did learn some new things like the 60 days of you <laughs> making out with a German boy and having a hot and steamy. Is that the title of this call podcast? Me by your name summer. Michael's call me by your name summer. No, 60 days of making out. Michael's Michael's <laughs> coming out. Sorry. <laughs> What's that movie? 500 days of summer. Yeah. Yeah. 500 days of making out before coming out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god that's yeah that's pretty intense i love that and i'm thoroughly jealous of your um wonderful summer of love yeah i will say like yeah i got i kind of got lucky in the sense that i think you had some people who you were with who were older than you (laughs) yeah i don't think were you had a really yeah good guy that was super yes. helpful for you. Yes. Like he was a little bit older, but like, I don't look at that at all with Just any... like what, 45? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I think it was a really like formative experience. Totally. And I'm, it's just would be interesting to see like how my story would have been different without that. Oh my God. So, yeah. 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 Oof. Well, thank you so much for sharing and being vulnerable You're today. You're so welcome. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. I learned so much. <laughs> Good. Thank, thank you. Good. Well, that is the end of the episode. As always, please leave a review and a rating. Uh, you can follow us on social media, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Check us out on all of those. And definitely, if you have not yet listened to it, go to season one, episode two to listen to the whole story of how Michael and I met. It's a good one. 
Yeah, that is a good one. And it's a good, like, I don't know. This is a good segue to that. Because yeah, really I mean, we should have... right into it. We should have done coming out stories and then us meeting. That would have been the great chronological. Yeah, that's fine. It's all good. Hindsight's 2020. It's always good to have a throwback. Totally. So, uh, yeah, we will be expanding on religion and sexuality in this season as well. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, and if you have any thoughts or questions burning questions you want us to answer about that i don't know if we'll see them before we record it but you can email you can us at who's your daddy at pod uh, who's your daddy pod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in like a q a episode maybe someday definitely because it yeah i think people have like really i don't know it's just integral in everyone's growing up for sure for a lot of us all right thanks for listening or watching or both and until next, next time, time daddies, daddies out. out bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then place a five dollar wager on any sport you'll receive 150 dollars in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome and if you think the fun stops there the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store check out daily promotions same game parlays live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.